welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. This is a uh, this is a unique uh, podcast this week. We have one of our uh, our favorite clients and longtime clients, Mister Chuck Palumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, for the rest of the world who've never heard of Chuck, the Chuck Palumbo, that is uh, most people know him uh, in in tights uh, with long curly hair. In the WWF, the WWF was the World Wrestling Federation. Yep, is that what it was? it was? Was that the original? Yep, WWF, and uh, then it was WWE, which we know it as of today. WWE. So this is a. If you've ever turned on the on the uh, TV and you've seen people flying in the air off the ropes, clotheslining, that was Chuck. What year is Chuck? Uh, I finished up in two thousand eight. I actually was there. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Chuck, you're what, 25 years old right now? I know I look 25. <laughs> yeah. 47. 47. 47 years old and 47 years young. Um, so you wrestled for how many years? Uh, 10. 10 I, years. I, yeah, 10 years. Started in WCW in uh, 97. So just over 10. And then I finished up in WWE in uh, 2008. I was there in um, WCW when we did the buyout. Wow. Vince McMahon bought us. We went to the WWF, and then I was there when WWF changed its acronym to WWE. So I I got to see all that and be part of all that. And and 10 years, and I know that sounds pretty quick to a lot of people, but 10 years in a a profession where you're paid to use your body in a very high level. Absolutely. That's not easy, right, Chuck? It's not easy. And so tell us about some of the, the injuries that you had and, and how you manage those things. Yeah, um, you know, I think the big thing is trying to stay durable. Mm. I, was, I was fortunate from day one. I was very durable. Yeah. Um, thank God. So no injury, no neck injuries or back injuries. And those were common? Very common. Got a lot it. of my friends uh, in the industry have had, you know, fused uh, vertebrae in wow. the neck or the back. Wow. So very lucky there. Um, most of, most of it for me was aches and pains. Yeah. Um, you know, joint pain. Yeah. You know, because of what we're doing, obviously. Um, I didn't really suffer any major injuries until after my wrestling career. Oh. Um, but um, during the business, it was mostly things like um, dislocations and, you know, this, we call them stingers. <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, land wrong and you tweak your neck a little bit, and then you get that sure. you get that lightning bolt down the arm. Yep, yep. Um, so I, I was very lucky. Maybe a couple broken ribs, um, a lot of tendonitis. Wow. I think because of overuse, a lot of people don't realize that you only uh, not only do you work TV on Monday nights, you also do non uh, televised events throughout the week. I did not know that. Yeah. So it, why is that? As practice or no, no. It's just um, it's called just uh, working house shows. Wow. So a lot of times they want to bring the WWE to the smaller towns, um, so they'll do smaller oh, venues that are not. I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, so a lot of times you'll fly into a you'll fly into a big city, you'll drive around three hundred miles a night, work in the different smaller towns in the area, and mm-hmm. then you'll come back to that big city and do your TV on Monday. So, wow! So a lot of guys, a lot of people don't realize you work in four days a week. That's massive, and 
and it's taxing on the body, right? It's ta- well, number one, the tra- if it was just the travel alone, even if you didn't wrestle at night, the travel yeah. alone yeah. is taxing on the body. Wow. Right? Tra- tra- you know, traveling wears everybody out, right? Driving and flying and bus and... All that wow. stuff. All so you got that, and then you got the event that night, and then you got the preparation for it. So you're in the gym the following day. You know, you're trying to find a gym in that town, get a yep. workout in, get loosened up, shake the, you know, the jet lag... Um, and then get ready for the show, do the show, and then do it all over again the next day. And then finding somewhere to eat that night because everything's closed. <laughs> and trying to get some sleep. Yeah. And yeah. you're trying to eat clean because you're wearing basically a, a diaper on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so then, okay, so that was WWE, WWF, yeah. and, and you did that and you were very successful. And you yeah. went through a, a generation of, of really some of the classic wrestlers and, and you just saw a lot of transitions yeah. and change within organization as well. So, yeah. um, and then, uh, you, uh, you did something else. Uh, you, so you decided to do, uh, I think you had told me some, your own company or something. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. tell me yeah, what happened. After so that. I've always been into cars, old cars and motorcycles. Okay. So I grew up actually in that industry as a, as a child, okay. uh, through my teen years, I was in the Navy first from 92 to 98, wow. where I was an aviation mechanic. From the Navy, I went on. I got a basketball scholarship out of the Navy. I was a 24-year-old freshman on a wow. scholarship. Um, and then, I, you know, I saw an ad on TV, and that's how I became a wrestler. <laughs> really? I saw an ad for the WCW. Hey, things happen. When I they're knew, meant to be, they're meant to be. Yeah, I, I knew nothing about it, but for some reason, I wanted to go try it. Okay. I, I think it was something about being a professional athlete and making money as a professional athlete, you know, do it. Yeah. It was an inspiration. But anyway, um, during my wrestling career, I continued to I call it hobbying around with the cars and motorcycles. And when I knew, uh, I was coming towards the end of my career, I started to get a little more serious about building the motorcycles. Yeah. So I started buying equipment while I was still making the the good W uh, W E money. There you go. And uh, outfitting my shop. And then cool. when I finished wrestling, I started doing. I jumped right into the motorcycles full time, building mm-hmm. motorcycles. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a hot time for motorcycles, so I got into it then. Um, and I still continue to do it now, um, part time. But um, yeah, it was something I've always wanted to do. There's cool. a lot of things I had wanted to do when I was wrestling, but with wrestling, you don't have the time for anything else. Sure, so that's a full time job. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a lifestyle. Oh sure. Because it takes so, over your weekends, takes over your, I mean, your whole life, right? It, it truly is a lifestyle, yeah. And if you have any type of family or anything like that, Tough. and you have time off, you want to dedicate the time to them, so. Got it. And you're recovering and resting, so, yeah, it's it's definitely, it's a crazy lifestyle, um, yeah. But then, so after motorcycles, what happened? So through the motorcycles, I ended up getting uh, picked up for a TV show um, on Discovery Channel. We had a couple seasons. We called it, uh, the first season was called... Um, Lords of the Car Hordes, where... Um, Whoa. Yeah, we... I didn't uh, know this. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, Even better. Yeah, so I did... Uh, basically, worked with people who hoard classic cars and <laughs> rebuilt their cars for them. That's and there, awesome. there was a trade-off. We had to um, sell enough of their uh, hoard to fund the build. Wow. Through my shop. Got so it. we did that. Um, the second year we changed the name. We called it uh, Rusted Development. It was kind of a play on words. That's cool. That's cool. Um, two great years of TV uh, with that. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. And then um, I decided it was time to try, at least try, to become a police officer. 
something um, I've always at wanted the age to do. of what? Because that that that's a big deal. I started the process at forty five. Okay, so what is? I mean, and you don't have to give exact numbers, but what what is an, an age group of people going into a police academy? Nowadays, I would say the average age is probably about twenty four years old. Okay, so you're almost double the age yeah. of some of these people, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Those guys that were in the academy, guys and girls who were twenty. Wow. Okay, so you double the age, right? Yeah. Um, double the beating. Yeah. And I would say most people haven't had a lifestyle like yours where yeah. it was that demanding, yeah. right? You were a professional athlete for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So your your body's beat up, yeah. and you say, you know what? I'm going to go beat it up more. Yeah. Why, Chuck? Why? It was just one of those things that I've always wanted to do it. I actually, when I was in college, I majored in criminal justice. I always thought I was going to work in law enforcement at yeah. some capacity. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, you know something, I'm starting to feel it with my body. I think sure. now is the time to do it. Do it, man. Um, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'll go back to what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but um, I figured I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it my best shot. Yeah. And uh, here I am now, two years later. <laughs> two years later. Finally out on the street in my old patrol car. Hey, congratulations, so, man. That's awesome. So, um, okay, so you, you had some uh, obstacles and... and uh, the academy is is not easy by any means, no. right? So I've got a couple questions, right? Um, and our listeners out there are into the health and fitness and performance world, and we have people from all over, all all aspects. And some are trainers, coaches, personal trainers, uh, general community members, fifty years old, twenty two years old, right. all over the world. Um, and most of the time, we're trying to capture how do we keep them healthy, right? right? So. First and foremost, how did you how did you stay healthy during your professional career? Right. Uh, and then, what would you recommend to other people in that same problem? Yeah. What would you say? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I mean, in simple terms, you yeah. have to stay active. Okay. So, <clears throat> for me. Um, Knowing that I, preparing for the first academy, mm-hmm. I think it was number one. It was making sure that my weight was in check, mm. um, because you know being overweight, even five or six pounds, Makes will a put a tremendous oh. amount of pressure on your joints. I bet at that level, tremendous yeah. amount of pressure. Yeah, um, I'm already you know I'm already a 275 pound guy, so um, my biggest hurdle first was going to be the running, mm. because you're running anywhere from two to five or six miles mm. during a run multiple times a week mm-hmm. and for a 275 pound guy oh. uh, you know 65 that's tough on the body it is. especially at 47 you know 47 now um, so I think it was that was, was getting my weight down yeah I got my weight down to about <clears throat> 260 when mm-hmm. I started the academy which was lighter for me yeah um, and then I think you know uh, well I don't know I'd like to tell the listeners this one uh, first academy I ended up rupturing my patella tendon completely and and for you don't know that's the the tendon underneath your kneecap um between your shin bone and your kneecap this is a real thick tendon and it's called your patellar tendon and it helps you jump and and uh, go up and down stairs and do a lot of uh strong things that your your knee has to handle yeah. so go ahead um now did it tear from mm. you know i'm sure i'm sure um you know i had put some wear and tear in my body mm-hmm. But um, at the academy, they have a set of stairs there. I think it's about 60 or 70 stairs. Mm. And we did that multiple times a day. Ouch. That between the running and the squatting and the burpees. Sure. Sure. I think it just, you know, yeah. um, it was a little sore at the time. and It just let go. 
but um so number one i think yeah get you know getting my weight down mm-hmm. um and then staying flexible yeah. and then focusing more not so much on lifting weights as far as for like size and strength but yeah. more about like rehab yeah. weightlifting i call it yeah. you know yeah. it, you know for sure things to keep the joints yeah tight uh, and the flexibility um when we met right i had um so anyway, to tell the listeners, when I ruptured my patella tendon, I was uh, getting ready to start my ninth week in the academy. Ouch. So, um, and those first eight or nine weeks is where all the, the you know, the challenging training right. is. The, <laughs> the, the longer runs and the, the harder workouts sure, and all sure. that stuff. So, uh, of course, I had to go back. But, um, you know, the, the patella tendon rehab, you know, was probably almost a year mm-hmm. to get that thing mm-hmm. back almost 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I ended up uh, tearing my uh, rotator cuff during the academy. Also, that's a and shoulder tendon, and you've heard that uh, t- uh, that version before. Some people call it a rotator cup, yeah. uh, rotator cuff, the rotator, everything. But it's yeah. a tendon inside the shoulder. Yeah, oh. and that's that's a long rehab too. A lot of people don't realize that's a long rehab. Um, so I think we met after that surgery, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Um, that's where I guess, you know, the listeners need to know. I think PT, physical therapy, mm-hmm. plays a huge part. Like, you know, you guys kept me tuned up to yep. my second academy. Sure. Um, it plays a huge role. So, you know, the thing is, um, I think the body can still do it even at my age. Yeah. You know? That's and I, huge. I think it's one of those, I think that term, use it or lose it, is huge. Yeah. If, yep. you, if, if you're not going to, you know... Uh, introduce your body to to PT yeah. or or you know any type of uh, physical exercise that's going to benefit what you're doing. Yeah, you're not going to have the same results. Yeah, um, and and that's that's powerful. You know, you mentioned a couple things there, Chuck. You said you know stay active, yeah. uh, stay flexible. Yeah. Um, you know, keep your your body weight controlled. Yeah. And then also, uh, you know, some form of uh, corrective exercises or prehab or rehab. Yeah. To make those joints a little bit more resilient and yeah. strong, whatever it may be, yeah. and so you've been through a lot, Chuck. Yeah. All right, yeah. and from a physical and mental perspective, because in a, in the professional world, it, it's taxing on you, but also the psychological side too, right? Yeah. It's a business. It is. It is a business, and and you're thrown, you know, places here and there, and you you're only hot for so long. You gotta be exactly. able to last ten years is tough. Exactly. In any agency. Exactly. Right. So you you've been through that. Um, and the physical and mental stress, and then you decided to do the academy, and and now you're you're rocking and rolling. Um, you know, you've been able to stay healthy and push through a lot of these surgeries. Yeah. And I think the the listeners, and this is for you guys. We bring on Chuck today because he has a unique perspective. However, he's human, right? right. Absolutely. You, yeah. you, you were 45 going in to a second career. <laughs> yeah. It is very possible yeah. to do anything. Chuck is is he lives and breathes just like everybody else, right? He yeah. he puts his pants on the same way, or maybe right, maybe left, doesn't matter. He puts his pants on the same way, and uh, you have to use these same strategies to keep you healthy, regardless of if you're 22 going to go in the academy or you're 55 and you want to go into uh, being a lifeguard. I don't whatever yeah. you you decide to do, you have to use these really good strategies to keep yourself there. That's one. Number two is having the mindset that literally, if you want to do it, just do yeah. it, 
right? And and whether that's weight loss, I know some of you might be trying to lose weight, um, or you're overcoming a surgery. Some yeah. of your, our listeners are coming in from a different perspective. They're like, I think life is over. I just yeah. had an ACL tear and I'm 20. Yeah. Or I had a rotator cuff and I'm 55, I can't sleep. Right. I'd like to add to that, the, the surgery thing. Yeah. One point, if I can make it, mm. just because I've, you know, I've been through it, mm. I don't know everything about it, but I will say this. Surgery is one thing. Mm. I don't care how good the surgeon was. Mm. It's the rehab that powerful. makes the surgery successful. It yeah. really is. Yeah. I, I've seen people not rehab and oh. have issues for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and then I've seen people who rehab and come yeah. back in record time. I know yeah. for me, it was the rehab that made the surgery successful. Yeah. And, and surgeons, and so. top surgeons will tell you that. And, and that's exactly it. That's humbling because... It takes a lot to say that, right? And yeah. and I've met a lot of phenomenal surgeons, yeah. and technical wise, they're magicians. Yeah. And they'll say, you know, fifty percent is me, yeah. the other fifty is you, yeah. because if everything is anchored down perfectly, they did surgery perfectly. Yeah. However, you don't do rehab. That was probably the worst decision that you could have yeah. made because you didn't want to have the, you don't have the time, you don't have the resources, whatever it may be. Yeah. You need a consultant during that time because yeah. there's an area that you just don't know. It's like yeah. tax preparation. I don't know it. Yeah. I'm going to go somebody to help me out yeah. with that. So um, it's the same thing. Um, what other life lesson uh, through that process? Um, the, another big one is if you don't continue to challenge your body, just like your mental state, right? Yeah. Or your career state, yeah. no matter what you do. If you don't step out of the box with your body, Body's not going to grow. Yeah, and, it's huge. And you said this earlier. We had a session this morning, and and we were kind of reflecting on everything that we've done and what he's accomplished. Uh, you, somebody uses the word down. It's going downhill. Right, right, <laughs> and right. and Chuck got a little offended. He was like, "Wait a minute, why why does it have to be downhill? Yeah. You know, we we are the conversation that after forty you're going yeah. downhill. Wait a minute, Chuck yeah. went uphill. Yeah, so." You know, don't use those as a frame of mind, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a statement and, and, you know, people use it. However, what Chuck is saying, if you don't challenge it, it's right. only going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to stay the same or go down. Yeah. We're meant to deteriorate, right? right? Think about that. As kids and infants, we yeah. have this high rate of reproduction where we can bounce off of walls. We can yeah. fall off a two-story building yeah. and survive. And then as we age, it's hard to get out of bed. Oh, yeah. It's hard to go up and down yeah. stairs. So that is a deteriorating process yep. unless you challenge that. Yep. And that's any form of exercise or whatever it may be. Chuck went, in, it went to the extreme and, and really decided to do what 20-year-olds are doing and, and push the limit. And, and he's done it. And, uh, you know, we, we admire him for that. But it's really the lesson and, and what you, you take from that. Yep. So we bring on Chuck because he's a prime example of, of what you guys can achieve and and uh, what you're what you're thinking? It's the same process. Yeah. Just because he's a professional athlete and he's accomplished a lot, the the lessons and and everything that comes about his story is no different from yeah. the listeners that we have on today. Yeah. You know, yeah. stay active. Yeah. You know, monitor your weight. Yeah. Recover properly, and that can be in the form of nutrition, sleep, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, you know, do your rehab exercises. You know, fortunately, if you're you don't you've never had surgery, use rehab to to keep you healthy, but you can only use what we call the youth juice for so long. Yeah. You're only 18 for so long, only 25 for so long. Eventually, you have to start warming up, taking yeah. care of your body, getting treatment, what we call tune-ups here at Sports Performance. And, uh, you know, once once you're healthy, you know, people come in here, you know, monthly, bi-monthly, just to uh, 
to feel better and, and avoid that pain. And, and Chuck really invests in his uh, in his health and lifestyle. And um, you know, we're we're honored to have him. But just remember this, guys: you too uh, have the the responsibility to manage your own health. Absolutely. And and Chuck is is a, a great example. And Chuck, we appreciate. Uh, your time and and we are so proud of you, Chuck. Oh, my uh, pleasure. We 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 actually uh, were just blown away by uh, his perseverance and and bringing him on today was just uh, to highlight that. Uh, so, Chuck, we appreciate you and uh, we wish you nothing but the best uh, in the law enforcement world. No, I appreciate it very much and uh, continued success to you guys. I, uh, I appreciate everything you guys have done for me. I can't stress enough uh, how important it is to uh, to do the PT and do that preventative mm-hmm. maintenance. Yeah. And uh, for any of you guys who haven't used Chris yet or the crew over here, I strongly recommend. We just slipped them a twenty right now for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really do. I really do. It's awesome. so I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.